0: Our European adventure is over for another year as we drop out of the UEFA Europa Conference League at the hands of Carabaug. We hear a post-match from Stephen Glass and we also hear from him following the Ross County match on Sunday as well. And there's been a flurry of transfer activity over the past few days. We catch up with all the latest and hear from some of the new signings in the mix. Plus, we have all the usual news updates from the past week on the AFC Donscast on Tuesday, the 31st of August. Hello and welcome to the AFC Donscast from the Inverness Reds. It's Graham here and it's the last time we'll be playing this music as our European adventure is over for yet another year. We were outclassed by Karabag on Thursday night, the tie effectively over within the first 20 minutes. Karabag have played in the Europa League groups regularly in the last decade and while Aberdeen came out of the blocks all guns firing, we lack composure. Toro Baramo's terrific strike put them in front Katie Borges stroked home 10 minutes later and Abdella Zuber netted after the break before Lewis Ferguson's stoppage time penalty We were taught a lesson by a better side and the league and Scottish cap campaigns lie ahead for the Dons and recent results had a bit of extra pressure to Stephen Glass following our exit from the league cap
1: It's a tough evening, was it a case of better team win?
2: Yeah definitely, Uh, we started the game okay Uh, then obviously they get a goal Kind of out of nothing, but that's the quality that they've got. Uh, I think we, we paid the price for their quality tonight.
1: Was there any debate over the second from the gantry? It looked like he was on the wrong side of the last defender, Katie the one that finished it off. Uh,
2: it, looked, it looked like it was offside to me. Uh makes it difficult to come back, but honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything other than the better team beat us pretty pretty easily as well. So I think it showed the standard that we are playing against. Have the boys accepted that pretty readily in there? Uh, I don't know if you accept it as a player. I think you, you always think you've got an opportunity, and I think the players they're, they're sat and they're disappointed. I'm disappointed myself, but that's a that's a team that's really well coached, full of good players, and they showed their quality tonight. Like I say, and it's not there, there's no embarrassment to stand and say you got beaten by a better team. and I think it's pretty clear to see. What solace can you take from it? anything that pleased you? Uh, young players have got some more experience under their belts. Uh, that the others feel what it what it is to play against a team full of top top professionals. Uh, we want to get to that level, and I think we can do that to some teams in Scotland. What they just did to us, so because we believe we've got a better group of players than some other groups in Scotland? And that that's the aim from now till the end of the season to continue proving it. Uh, we've been great in the league so far. We get the opportunity to bounce back on Sunday, and that's all we can control. That's what I was about to say. I mean, the domestic campaign has been good in the league so far.
1: Ross County here on Sunday, a good opportunity to go and get. Another three points.
2: Yeah, the the boys have been really resilient the whole time. Uh, I think even Haken and Breedelbeck they, they were good teams as well and we did well to get to this stage. Uh, it was a still alive tonight maybe fortunate we didn't play on a good pitch last week when you see their quality but it's, uh, it's it's a sore lesson it's a real lesson though and it's it's something that our group will get better from and if we find ourselves in this situation again hopefully we're better prepared and we're we're a better group of players i think
1: one of the clearest observations would be that every time Karabagh came forward they looked like they would maybe score from it does that outline the disparity between the teams?
2: Uh, I think the, the way that they play, I think that might be a little bit because they've got quality at the top end of the pitch. They also leave two or three of them up there the whole time. Uh, because they trust in their group to defend. They've got the energy and the legs to do it, the quality to do it. And uh, it's it's almost worth leaving them up when you feel that dangerous every time you go forward. So it's, uh, it's probably tactically a little bit different than we're used to, but again, quality players are, yeah, it's difficult to play against.
1: It, it felt like rather than a diamond diamond midfield, it was like a diamond attack for Karabag. And maybe that nullified Jack and Calvin and
2: prevented them from getting further up. Yeah, I think their full-backs, we we know exactly how they play, but they're good in possession and they're good at it. Their full-backs push high and wide and try and pin yours back. Their wingers dip inside a little bit and then we've got a a centre-forward and almost like a number 10 in there as well. So, yeah, there's like a diamond in there and their full-backs high and wide. So there's like six high up the pitch. Uh, And when they can look after the ball the way they do and they don't give it away cheap, it's it's never going to be easy. Uh, So it's, yeah, again, it's, it's not looking for excuses, acknowledging that we were beaten by a better team. Okay, thanks. Okay, thank you. Awesome. Cheers.
0: It wasn't pretty and there was more than enough chances in our match against Ross County on Sunday. Christian Ramirez' late goal secured a 1-0 draw. Regan Charles Cook had put a straggling county in front in the first half. Aberdeen gave debuts to new signings Matty Longstaff and Austin Samuels who remain unbeaten in the league as we dropped to fourth on eight points.
1: It, Stephen, is it a bit of mixed emotions at
3: full time in that one?
2: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, you're pleased to come back from a goal down. Uh, I don't think we should have been a goal down, but we found ourselves in that position. But uh, the spirit to keep going was good. Uh, but obviously the quality in the final third, if it's a little bit better, you come away with three points. Uh, so that's a disappointing factor.
1: Is the positive that character because you threw everything at them, uh, really from, from the word go?
2: Yeah, I think the, the players kept going, which which is good to see. Uh, we, I don't expect anything different, but I think the fact that they kept going showed a belief in what they were doing it's, uh, it's kind of easy to feel like it's not your day we, we still feel like it's not been our day because we didn't win but it's easy to feel like it's not your day and you come away without even a point so pleasing factor that we kept going but yeah, disappointed that we didn't get the three points of course
1: there was some atmosphere that greeted that Ramirez goal, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was. I think it was building as well the, the fans could feel that we were, put, we were pouring it on a little bit uh, and I think even the, the noise was driving the players so it was brilliant playing in front of that number of people and the noise was brilliant uh, and we are just disappointed we couldn't give them another goal
1: you introduced a few new players. How did you feel the depictions got on?
2: Yeah, good. Uh, obviously, Matty playing central midfield uh, affected the game. Maybe would have liked to affect it a little bit more uh, in a positive manner. Uh, Austin on the side was really effective. I think you could you could tell the fans warmth to him, and he was really positive character, and he's he's dangerous. He's quick and he's dangerous. And then obviously Marley coming in later on as well. He was he wasn't able to go for any longer, or we would have started him. But we've got to protect him for the longer term. Uh, but he showed that he's going to be a big influence on the team here again once we get going.
1: You get a couple of weeks without a game. Is it a case of take stock of what this opening chapter of the season's been like and, and recuperate a little bit and then get ready to go again?
2: Yeah, I think the recuperation part's important. I think the boys have. That's that's on the back of uh, uh, Sunday, Thursday for the last couple of weeks. In fact, sorry, last four or six weeks. So it's been it's been a heavy load for the lads, but they've they've come through it brilliantly. Uh, And I think we'll be better for it once the league games start again and it's going week to week. So it's important that the work that we put in on the training pitch now shows when we get to Saturdays. Uh, And that's the challenge and that's what we're looking forward to.
3: Transfer business done?
2: Uh, I think so, yeah. I think the ins are probably done. Uh, We'll see what happens on some of the outs. But again, that's not something we can dictate. It depends what other people are looking to do. But the ones that we've got in are really going to help the group, which was the in. Stephen, thanks for your time. Cheers, thank you. Catch live audio and video of our next match,
1: only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights, and all the goals. Exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action, only on Red TV.
0: Okay, let's get a roundup of the rest of the matches from the weekend then. And Hibbs beat bottom club Livingston 2 0 at Easter Road on Saturday. Hearts are in second spot thanks to a 2 0 win at Dundee United, while Motherwell are up to fifth following their 1 0 defeat of Dundee at Fir Park. Inverness Cali Thistle replaced Kilmarnock at the top of the championship thanks to a 1 0 success at Rugby Park, while Partick Thistle are up to second spot after beating Morton 3 0 at Fir Hill are both saw of Dunfermline Athletic 3-0 at East End Park and Hamilton Aquis beat Queen of the South 2-1 at Palmerston. Queen's Park are the new leaders in League One after beating Falkirk 1-0 while Montrose went down 2-1 to Dumbarton at Lynx Park. Clyde defeated Cove Rangers 2-1 at Broadwood, while East 5 beat Peterhead 3-0 at Bayview to leapfrog the Blue Toon at the foot of the table. Kelty Hearts remain a point clear in League 2 after beating Stenhouse Muir 4-1 at Oakleview. Annan Athletic made it four straight wins by beating Cowdenby 3-1 at Central Park. Stirling Albion defeated Albion Rovers 2-1 at 4th Bank, while Forfair Athletic were held to a 1-0 draw by Stranraer at Station Park. Edinburgh City beat Elgin City 2-0 on Friday night. On Sunday in the Premiership, Philip Hellander scored the only goal midway through the second half as Rangers defeated Celtic 1-0 Ibrox and St Mirren and St Johnstone played out a 0-0 draw in Paisley.
1: More Don's News. Straight after this.
0: We went from a very calm, beautiful day to one in which... Our world changed dramatically. Building
4: ships, smoking debris, pain blasting down the corridor. I was the only one to live, the only one to come home. Fate of those passengers was sealed. Our job was to prevent more deaths. Neither one of us would be coming
3: back.
0: You can't make rational decisions when you're angry. I raised my voice the President
3: of the United States. That's when I said, take it out. Two decades later, two landmark documentaries...
0: You can watch surviving 9 11 and 9 11 inside the President's War Room now on BBC iPlayer. All the latest transfer news. The AFC Donscast Transfer Centre. Aberdeen have been busy over the past few days with no less than four signings, starting with the signing of Wolves striker Austin Samuels on a season long loan. The 20 year old had previously had loan spells at Kidderminster and Bradford City, where he made 14 appearances.
5: Hey Austin, a very very warm welcome to Aberdeen. How does it feel to be here? It feels great to be here. Um, I'm glad the deal got over the line, and I'm just happy to be at a massive club like this. And um, hopefully, I can do my best for the team. How did the move to Aberdeen come about? Um, I knew I knew there was um, interest. I knew there was interest at, um, a while, like of last week, and then um, obviously my agent did tell me that um, that they did want to make the move, um, make the move happen. So. I was like, yeah, I definitely want to come here, definitely, and I was really excited when he told me that I was. I couldn't. <laughs> I was smiling a lot. Like, I was really excited. I was even. Um, I was tuning into the game on the weekend, to see what the score was, and then when we, um, when Aberdeen got the equaliser, I was excited. I was cheering <laughs> in my car and that. So yeah. Tell us a bit about your style. What type of player are you? Um, I think I like making runs. I like making movements um, in behind uh, for the players on the ball. I back myself as a good finisher. I do know in myself that there's always room for improvement, so I know that my, finish could, my finishing can improve. But I do back myself in front of the goal all the time, and I, um, and I'm, yeah, I'm quite direct with the ball as well. So I'm not really a player that will uh, dribble through players, but I will be able to get on the end of uh, passes that I like down the channels and towards the goal and that as well. So yeah.
0: Marley Watkins signed a two-year deal with the Dons last Thursday having spent the first half of last season at Aberdeen from Bristol City The Welsh attacker impressed but injury curtailed his loan He joined Cardiff City on a deal and to the end of August Marley was unveiled ahead of the Europa match on Thursday to be back
3: at Aberdeen? Yeah, over the moon to be back um, Yeah, loved it here my first time and can't wait to get going so hopefully the boys uh, get a good result tonight and we uh, have a great season, yeah
1: I was talking to your new manager just about half an hour ago saying that you might have unfinished business here, is that fair?
3: Yeah, I feel uh, I came here last time and I wasn't even fit. I was uh, coming here to get games and now I'm fit. I've had a good pre-season so I'm hoping to hit the ground running and, yeah, hopefully I can deliver. Has this been a long time coming
1: through the window or is it quite sudden? Pardon? Has this been a long time coming throughout the window or is it quite
3: sudden? Yeah, um, I was at... Yeah, I actually got in at Cardiff, but the chairman blocked it at Cardiff, uh, and then Aberdeen was still interested, luckily, so yeah, so I'm here now and I can't wait to get going with this cool. great club, yeah. And what a massive incentive if the team can get through this evening for you to be part of that. Yeah, definitely, uh, exactly, so so many exciting games to be a part of, and we want to be ambitious as possible, and I see they're building a great squad, and uh, yeah, excited. His Thanks, Thank all you. the best.
0: Midfielder Matty Longstaff joins the Dons on a season-long loan from Newcastle United. The highly thought-of player made his debut for Newcastle United in August 2019 and scored a memorable goal against Manchester United later that season, earning him the Premier League Goal of the Month accolade. Matty earned his first international call-up to the England Under-20 side in November 2019 and following the expiry of his contract, signed a new two-year deal with Newcastle United in the summer of 2020.
2: With Newcastle Aberdeen, it's a one-city team, very passionate fans. But with that comes an expectancy. I mean, there's, there's a pressure, isn't it?
1: But that's something you've, you've grown up with. You're used yeah, to.
6: Yeah, no, that's what you want as a player. You want to play under pressure and be able to deal with it. Um, so, like you said, obviously Newcastle is the same. Where there's a there's an expectance of you to to perform at high level, and I'm expecting the exact same thing here at Aberdeen, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Trade this morning. I mean, you're fit. you ready to go yeah, on Sunday? Yeah. If yeah,
6: hopefully. I'm ready to play.
2: Good stuff. I just think, I mean, do you set yourself any aims for this season or is it very much just a
5: take-one game at a um, time?
6: Obviously, you have a little aims, but you kind of keep to yourself. Um, obviously, the big thing is just making sure we finish as high as possible and play some great stuff and obviously give the fans something to cheer about and a team to be proud of, so I'm looking forward uh, to doing that.
1: And you have saying when your brother was at Comarnock, you used to go watch him play. So are they all going to be Aberdeen fans now, your uh, dad as well?
6: Yeah, I would expect so. Um, obviously, we used to travel up there quite a lot to watch Sean and and the game's always great to watch. It was always competitive, so I imagine they'll be doing the same here. Yeah.
2: Well, Matty, we're all delighted you're
6: here. And we wish you all the very uh, best. And thank you very much. Nice to 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 us. Good luck yeah, on thanks Sunday, to people. Play. Thank you.
0: Amati signing was swiftly followed by the arrival of David Bates from Hamburg SV on Saturday. The 24-year-old, who began his career at Wraith Rovers and has featured for Rangers Sheffield Wednesday and Circle Bruges, has signed a three-year deal with the Dons. A player with strong physical attributes, David won his first full Scotland Cup in 2018 in a 4-0 win against Albania, having previously appeared for the Under-21 side. Aberdeen have turned down a further bid for midfielder Ryan Hedges. According to reports, Blackburn Rovers made an offer in the region of half a million pound for the Wales internationalist, but we have rejected the bid. The Lancashire club are the third team from England to show concrete interest in the 26-year-old after Blackburn's fellow championship side Cardiff looked at signing the former Barnsley man, while League One Ipswich Town are also keen. And there's one departure, albeit on a season-long loan. Young defender Luke Turner has gone to Cliftonville. And if there's any more movement in the last few hours of the summer transfer window, we'll have it all on our social media and the Inverness Reds website.
4: The 10-last welcome wagon has arrived. Yay! Yay!
3: Favored
6: this weekend. You think this will end your embarrassing streak of draws? Lloyd, I've never been embarrassed about having streaks in my draws. You know, it's all part of growing up.
1: Yeah.
0: I got a question for you. Has a team, a like us, ever won the whole chimichanga?
1: Not for 40 years. Oh! No, you don't no, come through here. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's like so, Dukes of so Hazzards. <laughs> yeah,
6: y'all yeah, sure. yeah, no. probably call it the no. Earls of Risk over mm-hmm. here. We go ahead to do it's time for these young fellas to meet that guy.
4: Oh, no. Let up.
6: Aye, you little turd birds, start touching your toes. Attach touch each other's toes.
5: What? Oh. How long was that?
1: Not as long as last time,
3: but nobody was hurt.
5: Okay.
6: People saying there's something wrong with us,
5: not the way I see it. I believe in communism.
6: Rom communism that is. If Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan go through some heartfelt struggles and still end up happy, then so can we. Caring about
4: this, is, must
6: dance. this is our turn to make history, and I believe we're gonna do just that. Dance. To the family we're born with, and to families we make along the way.
4: To Richmond. under pressure.
0: Let's go kick their butts.
5: Butts on three.
0: Works for me. One, two, three. Butts. You can watch the new season of Ted Lasso and catch up on season one exclusively now on Apple TV Plus all that signing activity comes on the back of confirmation that Andy Considine will not play again until after Christmas the 34 year old defender who has nearly made 600 appearances for the Dons was stretchered off in the first leg of our Europa Conference League playoff against Karabakh. Andy has had surgery to repair his cruciate ligament in his knee the recuperation period for which will take until towards the end of the year After a win on the opening day of the campaign against Celtic and a draw last week against Hearts, the Aberdeen Under-18s lost their first game of the season against a more experienced side in East Lothian. In a fairly even first half, the Edinburgh side opened the scoring with one of the few chances they had, but Aberdeen equalised just after the half-hour mark when Ryan Duncan continued his fine form, scoring direct from a free kick. They also had another couple of opportunities and Adam Elmsley went close after being put through one-on-one. But in the second half, Hibbs overpowered the Young Dons. Hibbs went ahead on 53 minutes and made the game safe shortly after. The fourth goal came with eight minutes to go. The Yang Dons are next in action against our both in round two of the SPFL Trust Trophy at Petodri this Saturday. Aberdeen councillors have voted to take forward new plans for the beach area, including a potential new football stadium. Aberdeen previously secured permission for a new ground at Kingsford on the city outskirts, where they have opened training facilities, however. Talks have since taken place over strengthening links between the city centre and beachfront. A further report on the beach master plan will be heard in November. An amendment from Councillor Ian Yeo against any public funding being used for the stadium aspect of the plans was defeated at the City Growth and Resources Committee on Wednesday evening. Dean Campbell has been called out to the Scotland Under-21 squad for our upcoming UEFA 2023 qualifier with Turkey. He joins Calvin Ramsey, who was also called out to the squad earlier in the week. Now McGinn has also been called out to the Northern Ireland squad for their upcoming matches against Lithuania, Estonia and Switzerland. A tough night for Aberdeen ended in a 5-2 defeat last Wednesday as Rangers joined Emma Hunter's team in the quarterfinal of the SWPL Cup. The Dons had already qualified out of the group courtesy of their 1-0 victory over Motherwell the weekend before last. Despite a tight first half, the professional side ran out winners as they fielded a team full of international players. The draw for the last eight of the 2021 SWPL cap was conducted yesterday. Aberdeen women were drawn at home to fellow SWPL1 side Hibs. The draw in full is Rangers versus Celtic, Spartans versus Dundee United and Glasgow City versus Partick Thistle. Aberdeen will begin their SWPL1 league campaign on Sunday at home to Celtic. I'm rolling up mine because you can get seriously ill with the virus at any age. Sixteen to
1: seventeen year olds. Get the COVID-19 vaccine to protect yourself and those you love.
0: Well there's a couple of fixture changes in the offing. Our home match against Celtic due to take place on Saturday the 2nd of October. Will now be played on Sunday the 3rd of October due to Sky Sports coverage. Kickoff is at midday. And our away Celtic match due to take place on Saturday the 27th of November will now be played on Sunday the 28th of November with a 3 pm kickoff. We've got a wee bit of a break coming up for the international matches, so the Dons won't be back in action until Saturday, the 11th of September. Away to Motherwell at Fir Park, kickoff in Lanarkshire is at 3 p.m. No ticket information at the moment, but the match will be available on pay per view via Motherwell TV and for Red TV international subscribers. Elsewhere in the Premiership that weekend, it's five matches on Saturday, starting with St Johnston versus Rangers at 12:30 p.m. Then it's Celtic versus Ross County, Dundee versus Livingston, St Mirren versus Dundee United, and of course our own match. Away to well all three p.m. kickoffs, and on Sunday it's the Edinburgh derby, Hearts versus Hibs at midday. Whilst Premiership proceedings are on hold, the Scotland team are in action for our World Cup qualifier starting tomorrow. Away to Denmark, kickoff is at seven forty-five p.m. On Saturday we're at home to Moldova at Hampden, kickoff also at seven forty-five, and our third match is on Tuesday away to Austria, and guess what? It kicks off at seven forty-five as well. The Under-21s are in action also on Tuesday away to Turkey for a 7.30pm kickoff, and the Under-17s have two friendly matches at the Fourth Bank Stadium in Stirling against Wales on Thursday at 7pm and Sunday at 11am. The AFC Dawns cast will also be taking time out during the international break. We'll be back on the 14th of September following the Motherwell match. In between now and then, we'll have all the latest Dawns news on our social media. Just follow us by searching for the Inverness Reds or head on over to the website for all the latest Dawns and supporters news at invernessreds.co.uk. That's it from me, Greg Mackay. Till the 14th, stand free.
6: your
1: phone on your tablet and online this
0: this is the AFC
1: Dons cast
0: from the Inverness Reds